and welcome back to our latest episode on Team Smart Rambles. Today we're going to be talking about goal setting and those New Year's resolutions. But before we get started, just a reminder to reach out to your healthcare provider before starting anything new in the realm of health and fitness. But let's buckle in because we are here for a long one today and we are both here for it. We are both very invested in this topic. Yes. I think we've spoke for about 30 minutes about what we're going to talk about <laughs> before even starting this podcast today <laughs> and the things we want to cover. So she's going to be long. Mm-hmm. But let's start with the fact that you don't actually have to set a goal on the 1st of January or the 31st of December whenever you're choosing to set it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can start at any point of the year exactly like i come home from my last comp this year and i set myself eight no because i've finished three. Oh, okay (laughs) um eight new goals so this is at the end of october that i wanted to achieve by december 31st and to be dead honest even though i've ticked off three it's because there were little things that needed to get done the five that aren't done aren't because i haven't oh, oh sorry one is that uh, recording of the video. That's 100% on me. <laughs> but the others, like, I'm implementing all the steps. It's just... Yeah, it's not that they haven't... You haven't started them. They've been started. They're big goals. Mm. They're not small, I want to go for a walk five times a week. Like, they're actual big goals mm. that, that you've got on your board. Yeah. That you can't be ticked off in five seconds. No. Yeah. No. And then, like, there's a whole other list of goals that, that aren't even on the board. <laughs> Um, so I think an important thing is like what we were just saying that set goals whenever, but also like, I've just said that I've got goals that aren't even on my board. Like these were little interim goals that I wanted to start tackling now. Mm -hmm. I have more big goals that I want to continue tackling, but it's important to break them down to be mini goals. We've talked about this before. Yes, because a big goal can feel really overwhelming. Really overwhelming. Yeah, so I think it's really important that you set yourself smaller ways of getting there. Yes, yeah, and and they're not like... So say your goal is to lose 50 kilos like what you did. You're not going to lose 50 kilos in a week. You're not going to lose it in a month. You're not going to lose it in a year when you're doing it in a sustainable method. Mm -hmm. So like you're not ticking that goal off anytime soon. So make your mini goals achievable to that. Like, what were your mini goals as such, whether you identified them as that? Yeah, so the first one was kind of just get to that five kilo loss. Mm. And then from there it was, okay, well, let's aim for the next, like, get to that ten point. Mm. And then I didn't really set, like, a weekly goal because you don't know. Like, it's so up and down each week. Mm. And you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. Like, if you were to, like, let's aim for 500 grams a week, some weeks you might get 200. And then the next week you might get your 500. And then so next aim, week you might get 800 grams. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's hard. So to set yourself that weekly goal of that loss, in my opinion, is kind of setting yourself up for a little bit of a failure in your mind. Yeah. Because you see that, that you didn't reach that goal of 500 and you, you get a bit deflated. Yeah. So I would like to set that goal of reaching that next like milestone yeah. point. Of and the loss. that is perfect. And I even like to break it down further into the habits that are going to do that. So it might be that your goal for the first month is to swap soft drink for water or soda water or 
maybe it's sugar-free drinks. Like, and mm-hmm. I know that there's pros and cons to the sugar-free drinks. I'm not turning around and saying, let's go drink sugar-free drinks. I'm still a skeptic on them, even though I drink them here and there. But, you know, for the doctors out there that are going to slam me for suggesting it, let's remind <laughs> you I am trying to get people to a healthy weight range. That's what we're talking yes. about. So I think setting those littler goals that will actually achieve that, like, mini goal and then the overall big goal is yes. important too. Like, whether yes. that be that you hit an 8,000-step goal because you currently only hit five or maybe it's just that you start tracking your steps so you're aware of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, what little thing, like, what little habits or little goals can I set myself for that week mm. that is going to get me closer to that next 5Ks mm. loss or yeah. what, whatever it is? And I think it's important to make them achievable. Mm. Yes. Yeah, if you're currently doing 5,000 steps and that is, like, a higher day for you, don't go set yourself 10 or 12. Because 8 is actually going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is going to be super unachievable for you. Yeah. And if it is achievable, you're going to really burn yourself out getting to that 12,000 when you're used to hitting that 5. Because you've had to go for, like, a, a two-hour walk. Yeah. To go from 5 to 12. Yeah, exactly. And and that's when people quit. Because they go, this is too hard. Yeah. Or they miss a day and they're like, I'm such a fucking failure. <laughs> Why? What, 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 what did you do that day? You were probably that busy that you didn't actually have time. Yeah. Or were you actually that exhausted because you forced yourself <laughs> yeah, to do so much? That. Like, there yeah, is you that. were burning the candle at both <laughs> ends. And by Sunday, your body was like, bitch, sit down. Yeah, we ain't moving. Mm. So... Yeah, like, set the goals small. Don't beat yourself up if you have a day where you don't achieve it. Like, even with move to being more plant-based, it didn't start like that. Like, for Smarty and I, we started in 2020. And for me, it started out as one meatless meal a week. Mm-hmm. One a week. That's it. And now I eat meat. I eat meat meat two times a week, maybe, and seafood once or twice a week mm-hmm. over, like... All my meals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Over the course of the seven days. Yeah. 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 So that's like 21 meals. Mm. But yeah, like setting that small achievable goal and then I feel like they're like, um, you know, that boulder, the snowball effect, how the snowball gets bigger. I feel like it's easier to achieve them the further you get in. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because you feel the benefits and you're like. I feel fucking amazing. I'm going to go. Exactly. And that might be, and it doesn't have to be food related. I don't want, it might just be because you're eating more vegetables or it might be that you start going to the gym once a week. Yeah. And then after a month, you're like, oh, hi, bicep. How are you doing? Yeah. Walking up those stairs, that feels easier. Yeah. I might go to the gym twice a week. Yeah. Lifting that washing basket, that feels easier. Getting up and down off the floor to play with the kids. Like, Mm. it. I think you have to be present with yourself too so that you can appreciate your goals. Like everyone wants this instant quick fix. And that that instant gratification. We live in a world of instants. Yeah. Instant everything. You want food? Uber Eats. You want to get somewhere? Uber. Yeah. Like you want it? You got it. Yeah. And it's not the same with any kind of health and fitness or even just a life goal. Mm. You don't just go, I want to buy a house. And you go, oh, buy, and you go one. buy one tomorrow. Mm. You have to set the goals to save that deposit to buy that house. Yes, exactly. And in some cases, that's not even in within a year. Yeah. 
Like that might be a five year, two year, whatever year plan. And it might take drastic change to do that. It might mean that you have to live in a cheaper house that's not as nice as the one you currently live in as a renter. Or some people go to the extreme of moving back in with their parents. I'm not here for that. I love mum and dad, but I ain't moving back in <laughs> home. Like, I'll sleep in my car if I have to. I shouldn't make jokes because there are people who are sleeping in their cars. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, like, I know we're not your finance guidance people, but we're just using it that it doesn't, you know, sometimes you've got to make some sacrifice and you lose that instant gratification, but it's worth it when you get there in yeah. the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I have talked about, not maybe with Shan a lot is, and some of my online coaching girls as well, is that when you reach that goal of whatever it is, let's say it is to lose your 50 kilos, once you reach that goal, you're not going to care how long it took you to get there. You're not going to look back and go, oh, it took me five years to lose 50k. Mm. You're just going to be so fucking happy that you reached that point and got to your end goal. Yeah. You're not going to look back and be like, oh, I wish I did it quicker. No, you're just going to be stoked that you're fucking 50 kilos down. And I think another thing is that people will often, um, what's the way I'm trying to say it? They get there and it doesn't feel as good as they thought it would too, Mm. if that makes sense. Like I remember when I come third this year at my first show, it's the first time I've ever placed like on a podium Mm -hmm. and it wasn't that oh my god, wow, this is so fucking amazing feeling for you. Yeah, and I I mean, I wasn't disappointed. I was happy. But it took a while. Like, we were driving in the car to go get something to eat before I went, oh my god. But I actually placed. Yeah, like, on stage or whatever, I was like, oh, look at me, I come come third. But then, like, on my backstage, I'm like, well, I don't feel any different. Yeah, like, it didn't hit you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's normal for goals, too, like, even when someone loses weight, I know for ages afterwards, you didn't identify with how much you'd lost. Mm, no, I didn't. I was stoked that I'd gotten to that point on the scales. And you felt good and better. But it didn't It didn't click. Mm. Yeah. So don't be disappointed when you reach your goal either. And I think when you're not present with your goal, it is a bit harder. Um, sometimes it's hard to accept that you reached your goal too, especially if you've had to work for it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then like my tips, so we've already talked about the fact that like my goals that I wanted to achieve before the end of this year are written up on the board. And even when we all come together the other day in the office for the end of year review, our little Christmas party <clears throat> was all combined into one day. I made you girls follow up with these steps and, it's the why. Like, why do you want this goal? It's great to set a goal, but if you don't know your why... You're not going to follow through. Then you're not going to follow through. And then there's your how. So you've got to create at least three steps on how you're going to create your goal. And then you've got to identify your roadblocks. Like, what are your roadblocks going to be? And when you stop and think about those, you have to be dead friggin' honest with yourself. Because do you know what? You're one of them most of the time. Like, what my roadblocks... Uh, self-doubt, procrastination, not being organised. Like, they show up there multiple times. And they're all you. They're all me. Like, the roadblocks aren't actually an external mm. factor. There's external roadblocks on there. For some of but, them. But the ones you just read out, they're actually a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not being harsh on yourself to identify these roadblocks. You need to realise you honest. are your... Yeah. We hold ourselves back all the time. Yeah. If you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to get 
where you want to get mm. to. Yeah. So then you've got to work out your overcoming of those. And, you know, those things do take work sometimes, but sometimes they're simple in the fact that you've just got to work towards discipline, but also not be mad at yourself that you weren't disciplined either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is a line. Mm. So I think it's important to do those four steps after you've set a goal. And it's also okay if a goal changes. How many years did I say I wanted to be a bikini pro? And it's just been taken off my goals list as of this year. Mm. It doesn't resonate with me anymore. I don't care to be a bikini pro ever Mm. in any federation. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to not want to achieve that goal anymore. Mm. Because you don't always have to be focused on that. And that's not to say that that goal won't ever come back. Yeah. It's just not a priority or a goal for you right now. It doesn't resonate with me and I don't feel the need to do it. I don't have that hunger for it anymore. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. And I think this is something people need to do, like setting to become a bikini pro is a pretty big goal. But sometimes people want to lose weight, but they don't. Yeah. They think they should. Yes. Yes. Or sometimes, like, you might set out, let's lose a big goal, like a big loss as that goal point. Let's say you've set out to lose 40 kilos. Mm. And you get to the halfway mark. So you're 20 kilos down, you're feeling amazing. You're able to walk into shops, buy whatever you want. You feel comfortable and confident within yourself. Your heart's healthier. Everything's healthier. Yeah, everything is healthier. You're feeling amazing. So you might not feel the need to actually continue on to reach that 40 kilo loss because you're happy where you are. Mm. So sometimes pushing yourself to be like, but I set myself that 40 kilo loss and I'm still, like, I'm only halfway. It's okay to stop dieting at that point. Yeah, and maintain. Because you're actually going to live a better life yeah. in maintenance than forcing yourself to diet in this overeat, restrict cycle. Yeah, and again, that comes back to what you just said before, that doesn't mean it doesn't come back. You're happy where you are now. There might be a point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. Mm. I'm ready to go on that next 20 kilo loss. Yeah. I remember in 2018 for you, you wanted to maintain 10 kilos lighter than where you have for the last four years. Mm. And I just had to remind you that, um, are you not happy where you are? You look fucking amazing. You feel good. You move good. You're not stressing about your food intake on a daily basis doesn't mean we don't go back and try and lose that 10 kilos and maintain that Mm -hmm. but it hasn't suited your life right now and you've been quite happy where you are Mm -hmm. happiness is always the overall key so if it doesn't bring you happiness then don't do it no and for me maintaining a 10 kilo like down from where i currently am i wouldn't be living the life that i'm living now like i would have had to be super strict on myself to maintain that point Mm. Like, haven't tracked in two weeks. Much time I discussed, guys. <laughs> like, but, like, I've maintained where I am. Like, I'm living a good balance. I feel great within myself. Exactly. And I'm all good with her. Is that, like, <laughs> not meant to sound like an asshole coach? But for me, I'm like, we're starting comp prep on the 1st of Jan. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I haven't been tracking. And I'm like, kind of need you to so that I know where your maintenance is, man. Like, so happy no, for you. <laughs> I, I, know, I know, I know. But, like, you... It just comes back to that point of you have to be happy in your life mm-hmm. for, to, to be, like, where you are. Mm-hmm. 
and if what you're doing isn't causing you happiness to reach that goal, yeah, then what's the point? Yeah. Like, I'm here for a good life. Yeah. Not a shit restricted life. Like, I'm here for the good times. And the health. And I'm here to, like, over 100. My mother-in-law laughed at me on the weekend when I said, Smarty's going to die at 80. Like, let's be honest, his family history doesn't work in his favour and he works too much. Mm-hmm. I love him. But I'm going to live to 100 and I'm already eight years younger than him. Like, I'm going to need another husband. She's got another 30 years left. Although then I did admit to the fact that I probably don't want another one. <laughs> no. Um, it's like I'm getting my my letter from the Queen, but it's not the Queen anymore. Like, it'll be Queen Kate. Not the by same. then, you reckon? Yeah, maybe. I don't even do it for the letter. I want the letter. No, nah, my nana's lived to a hundred, so I plan on beating them. <laughs> it's a competition, and I believe Grandma is going to live right up in there too. So, hundred percent. It's in my it's in my blood, people. <laughs> in my blood um, so yeah like I think you need to realise that there's a, a, a balance are you healthy then you're good are you healthy and happy check, I think is check. key and so this isn't us just writing off goals and weight loss goals we're here for that and we love achieving it and I love comp prepping people pushing people to that point of like next level next level no one's maintaining that. No. My soul was sad. Like, I actually felt internally sad for the last two weeks, I think, of my prep. The last four weeks for you was really hard. It was hard. Like, I pushed my body to another level and I could feel the sadness in me, if that makes sense. And, like, I was happy in my life and I was happy, but like, my soul was sad. Mm. Which can sound so confusing, but... You know, it's not somewhere you want to stay. No. Nope. Looks great, feels like shit. Yeah. Yeah, like mm. a six-pack's fun, but it ain't. And mm. it ain't at the same time. Yeah, like I missed sleeping really well. I missed being able to say yes to things. Yeah. Sounds like we've just talked comp prep down, but it's actually a really fun time. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Loved yeah. it. Like, I actually can't wait to prep again. Yeah. And I'm excited to go into this prep season. Prepping girl, girls, like, the team that we have going into season A is going to be the best freaking team. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And even the team that are uh, lined up for season B, I'm excited for them too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, season A, I'm excited to go back again as well. So, yeah, it, it is something that you got to enjoy that journey of it as well Mm -hmm. but just understanding that staying there is not a good time yeah yeah it's unattainable no not life um want to talk about what our goals are for 2023 or what our resolutions are for 2023 look at her wrapping up my rambles oh sorry do you have anything else to say (laughs) i'm sure we'll ramble anyway um okay what are your goals all right give it to me so i want to read a book a month Mm -hmm. i'm not a reader i never Mm -hmm. have been a reader I can read the same page twice and not know what was written. So this is a really massive change and a massive goal that I want to like set to achieve. Mm. And this might not, this might sound so easy to some people, but this is a goal for me. Yeah. And my why is to develop my language. Yes. Um, 
yeah, just to develop my language and improve my reading and writing skills, really. Because mm. I'm not a writer either. So yeah. by reading, it will help me be a better writer. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I've been pushing you out of your comfort zone this year, making you write blogs on a semi-regular basis. Yeah, and it's been tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, another goal I want to say for um, a house deposit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something else that I want to do is get more equipment for within my gym. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really my goals. And stepping back on stage. And stepping back on stage. Yeah. <laughs> like we've talked about it, but she's not listening it. <laughs> it's just, it's like a given. It's <laughs> just happening. Um, yeah. And like we went through your whys, which you've given to us. We've gone through your hows, your roadblocks, ways you can go about this. And then an important thing is that, I'm holding you accountable. I'm holding you and Re accountable to the goals that you told me a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting you two to hold me accountable to my goals, which mm-hmm. we'll get to in a second. Um, but every three months, we are going to reassess, and I'm going to make you reassess uncomfortably. I've got your book one in our weekly, uh, monthly <laughs> assessment within the office on a Monday. It, like She looked at the checklist today, and she goes, did re- uh, Vic read a book? And she's like, I can't believe you added that. I'm like, man, I'm making it happen. <laughs> I'm making this happen for you. I'm excited for you. Even like, so I am one of those people that book a month. I can do a book in a week, depending how good the book is. And I'm not like a fiction reader. I'm reading for knowledge or self-growth. And you and Reed can't believe that I can listen to a completely different book and read one at the same time. Like not in simultaneous, like I'll be reading a book at night, but during the day I'm listening to a different one. Mm. But I want to remind people, you do that at school. Yeah. You did. Yeah. And they're different topics. But. Yeah, and that's if they're, if they're different topics, I, like, you can differentiate mm. between the two. Yeah. But if they're on the same similar thing, you'd be like, which book was that from yeah, again? Like, I was reading about sleep, but I was listening to something about sleep. Yeah. Like, like I want to go back and one. listen to that, or I want to go back and read that. Like, where am I going to? Yeah. But it's good to find someone that connects with you on your goals. Like, I've just said that I love reading so i have gone through my bookshelf and said this one this one this one and this one don't do that one <laughs> like this will be boring as hell for you yeah or it's just going to take you too long and therefore you're not going to achieve your goal like there's a book in there that i've only just finished and i was reading that in september mm-hmm. and it's just been i haven't probably been as consistent with reading but it's going to be a long book to read you will love it but not for your 2023 goal. Like, you pick him up in 2024 when you haven't got, like, this... Time frame. Goal set in your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, find someone that can support your goal is sort of where I'm going for with with this. And that could be because it's already on their level. Yes. And that's probably the best person to go with. And it's great to find someone to achieve a goal with, but if they're also going to be struggling with that goal because it's a new goal for them, they might not be the best supporter of that goal. Yeah. Because they're going to be struggling. So if you're both having an excuse filled day, they're going to feel those excuses. Yes. Rather than be like, Hey, cut the shit. Let's go. Yeah. So sometimes it's worth finding. I mean, I'm not about to invite just any old body into my gym to start training with me. Like, I'm not here for it. You're going to hold me up. You're going to piss me off. There's certain people I enjoy training with. Even if they're not on my level of training, I still enjoy training with them. Yes. But I actually really love training by myself too. Just get in, get it done. No one in your way. Mm. But I don't need someone to push me either. 
Yeah, you so, push yourself. That's you a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think finding that little accountability partner is great, which is where a coach comes into play as a really good thing. Like, for our clients, they check in on a weekly basis, so therefore we go, hey, like... What was up with this week? What happened on Tuesday? You didn't track. Mm. And sometimes you get a valid reason back. Sometimes you get a bit of an excuse. So your reply as a coach depends on the reply you got from the client. Yeah. Yeah. But then sometimes just like pulling them up on that is enough for them to be like, oh yeah, shit. And then the next time they think they're going to do that, it's like, but you know what? Vic's going to see that when I check in on Thursday and she'll know. Mm. She knows. (laughs) She knows. So yeah, I think, yeah, having someone to keep you accountable and maybe it means you have multiple people keeping you accountable. Yeah. Like, there might be someone different for each different goal that you have. Mm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the same person for all of your goals. Because the same... Like you were just saying, not everyone's in the same, like, little realm of helping you keep accountable for that particular thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what right. are your goals? What are my goals? What were my goals? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> be a better boss. Yeah. Um, overall bikini champion mm-hmm. with any federation. Oh, did I put these? Like, this is how important my goals are to me, guys. <laughs> I've forgotten them. Um, I know my goal is literally just happiness always. So that is a big thing. Yeah, I definitely have not put them anywhere. I've taken photos of everyone's goals so that I can do it, but I can't get into it on my phone while we're yeah, recording. Um, yeah, so like happiness is my overall goal. And a little bit of a crossroads that I have been talking to people about is, and this I don't want this to sound like I don't enjoy coaching because I love coaching, but I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of 2023 the only coaching you see me offering is comp prep no general population mm-hmm. and it's not because I don't enjoy it but I, there's just other things I that bring me more happiness if that makes sense mm-hmm. and I am at a point in my life where I can choose happiness over business like we have worked a really long time to be where we are financially I have put in countless hours over the years and I think for me, I'm now at that point where I'm like, I don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But you're also kind of at a point where you, you do need to choose too. Mm. Like with the block and like your office hours, there's only so much you can split yourself up. Mm. Like you can't be in two places doing two jobs at the same time. Yeah. And Samantha keeps talking about buying a third block and I'm just like... <laughs> And you really enjoy being out there doing the block work. Mm. And the stress that comes from that is actually the stress of thinking about the work that I have to go back and do. It's not that that is stressful in any way or form Yeah. for me. Yeah. So, it's yeah. just choosing where you need to put your time. Mm. Yeah. And choosing what lights you up the most. Like, you thrive and love comp prep coaching. Yeah. So if you just doing only that mm. is still keeping your foot... Like, in the door, but it's doing what you actually, like, actually just friggin' love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a big thing that, and 
I mean, the other week when I hurt myself and I said it made me come to a crossroads that I had to, had to make some decisions for myself and it made me identify, because I honestly believe physical injury is often mental injury or mental blocks or emotional blocks too. Whenever I've got hurt, there's been a stressor in my life of some form mm-hmm. and yeah, like my Stressor was actually the fact that I've spent all my money competing this year. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a stressor for me. Yeah. And I think that's a part of what plays the part in that that doesn't bring me the happiness because I just did so many shows back to back to back to back. And they, if I'd stopped at IMBA, I wouldn't have hit that. I shouldn't have done the WBFF. I'm glad I did it, but I shouldn't have done it Yeah. at the same time. And we've discussed it. Um, but even I'd been talking to you about teaching yoga again in person. I'd been talking to you about that through the end of my prep. I was like, oh, maybe I'll do like a block of classes over summer. Mm -hmm. But I had to identify the fact that I didn't want to teach the classes. I wanted to force myself to do yoga again Mm -hmm. because I enjoy it. I enjoy all aspects of yoga and I missed that, but teaching it won't actually make me do it. No. It would just take time out of my day. Yes. Yes, you just needed to set aside the time to do your yoga. Mm. Not so much as to teach it. Mm. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, I feel like I've already got off rambling even about my own goals. (laughs) Just in the fact that I had to, like, sort of stop and think about the things that... In my life that are making me happy and don't make me happy. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, being a better boss is... Because, obviously, the girls consult to Team Smart. And as much as I say that we are a team and a group, and I honestly believe that, I'm not going to say that we're not, it's still everyone's coming to me. It Like, I'm still a boss in a way. And I felt inadequate at the end of the year. Because mm. I was spreading myself too thin. You were very thin. It's not even necessarily Comprep's fault. It was the fact that I was spreading myself over the blog, coaching Comprep. Like, it was too much. There was a lot going on. Mm. Mm-hmm. And here I am, like, got through my Comprep, did the pruning. Like, none of that stuff got me off track. But did 40 hours a week of pruning, still had to do my online coaching. Outside of that 40 hours, still had to train, still had to track. And still I'm... had to be a friend, still had to be a wife, still had to... Just live a life. Yeah. There's a hundred hours just there. Yeah. Or even wait for a hundred hours. I'm not. I don't think I am. I think I'm asleep for a hundred hours. <laughs> you probably are. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it just meant that I was spreading myself very thin. Yeah. Mm. And I thrive as that person, but I need to stop thriving as that person. <laughs> she said it. She harps at me. You heard it here first. (laughs) So yeah, I guess maybe that's one of my goals is stop being that I can do everything person. Mm. That's a really good goal and I'm here for that goal and I will hold you accountable to that Mm -hmm. goal. Yeah. Because I already do. Mm. I mean, did you sit today? Yeah. (laughs) But I guess that's been one of those goals that I've put up on the board for the end of this year is just a lot of it was assigning stuff to you and utilising you better. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I can do it. Yeah. It's part of your role. 
control freaking me. <laughs> but, alright, rambled on. God forbid. Um, but I think the number one with setting a goal, let's like wrap this up, give some dot points so that mm-hmm. you have some takeaways, is you don't have to set a goal at the end of the year or the new year. It can be whenever the hell you want it to be. And it can be short term, long term. Re- but review it regularly. Mm-hmm. Break it down to be like bite size. Mm-hmm. And know your why, your how, your roadblocks. And how to overcome them. Yes. And an accountability, like, or a support person. Like, someone that's going to hold you to it. But you also need to hold yourself to it, too. Yeah. I think they're those main sort of dot points. That's a perfect wrap-up. Yeah. Write your goals down. Work out how you're going to get there. What's going to hold you back. Why are you doing it. Tell your accountability partner Mm. what Mm. your goals are. Make them achievable, too. Yes, that, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, I'm sure I could ramble for ages. <laughs> I do very well. <laughs> anyway, but we are glad we shared our goals with you as well. We will, you're part of our accountability system now. Yeah, we've said them out loud. Now we have to have it, like, it has to happen. Mm. We have to make it happen. Yeah. Work towards making it happen. Yeah. I'm holding Vic accountable, I'm holding Re accountable. Mm. Scaled. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm holding myself accountable. So, yeah, find someone who's going to be your little accountability person. Yeah. Because they really will help. Mm. And you know what? Take that con- constructive constru- constructive criticism too. Like, I had to listen to... I knew I was being not my best boss at our review, but I made you two tell me what made you feel like I could be better. So that meant you had to tell me what my flaws were. I already knew them. Basically had to get them confirmed. Yeah. And do you know what? You girls could have thrown me a curveball and I might have been like, didn't know I was bad there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think, just want to put this out there, that I don't think that you were a bad boss in any way. Like there was just little small improvements. Like when we say bad boss or be a better boss, like it's not, it's like not in the movies where you see like bad boss. The like bad don't boss think movie. like it's it's not like that. She just wanted to see how she could improve, and they were there were small improvements. But it's they weren't like I don't know. It just sounds really. It sounds mean. Yeah, like, and it wasn't in that way. Me. No, exactly, and I don't see it that way. I think for me, I see it that I've never been a boss. I worked for myself by myself a really long time, and people like that struggle. To add people in. Yes. I couldn't go work for somebody else. I'm not here for it. Mm. Could. No. <laughs> not doing it. Um, I will work out another way to make money if that's where it comes to. But I've also got to work out how to make sure I look after other people as well. Yeah. Because it's not just about looking after yourself anymore. Yeah. Mm. So that's what we mean by me being a. A bad boss. Yeah. Inverted commas. It's not a bad boss like Jennifer Aniston in Bad Bosses or anything <laughs> like that. It's how can I improve and be the better yes. boss. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Happy Set yourself you. some goals. Yes. For 2023. Tell us. Tell us, yes. We'll do a question box. Yes. Somewhere on our Instagram, Team Smart Coaching. 
about your goals. And do you know what? I won't be going out on New Year's Eve because I am not that person. Um, I'll give some tips back, like one to three, like little tips to anybody that puts them in there. Yeah. To answer that question box. And then towards the end of the year, we can go back through the archived story. Holy moly. She getting into it now, people. And we can pull those bad boys up Mm. and be like, yo. Did you reach your goal? How did you go? Mm. She's intense. <laughs> I'm being accountability partner. Oh, she's being accountability partner for everyone. On <laughs> Thank God we're not asking this question on your account. <laughs> Shit, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, we hope you all have a fabulous evening um, for your New Year's. And we hope you have had a fabulous Christmas season too. Yes. Or pav season as I like to call it. And enjoyed all of the festivities. Mm-hmm. I know that we will. Yeah. Or have. And have. Yeah. And just take advantage of that New Year's motivation that surrounds you. Don't get too, like, out of hand. Mm-hmm. If you currently don't go to the gym, don't start going six times a week. Oof. Nope. You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say on day 14. I'm going to say before that. <laughs> She's giving you seven I'm days. savage. <laughs> She's a bit more <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy your New Year's Eve. Enjoy your hangovers if that is what you're bringing to yourself. Vic and I will wake up fresh. Day one prep, baby. Yeah. Let's go. She here for it. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. We've rambled for good nearly 40 minutes today. Oof. (laughs) She's a longie. We told you to buckle up. Bye. Bye.